0: I need a drum roll. <laughs> okay. I have something to announce. Big news. You ready? Yeah. This coming? All right. <laughs> this Friday, at 8.30 a.m., Anti Meridian before noon, I will present my car at Dick-Eyed Honda for its yearly inspection. <laughs> Okay, see these gray cells are still working, and when I get a notice from New York State that says this is your first notification, you better get your car inspected. I pay attention. So, so probably a month ago I uh, went online to get the uh, inspection uh, scheduled because you know nowadays since. Uh, COVID, you got to look ahead. You know, you can't do it within a week or two. So anyway, so this Friday, so I'm going to be on top of it because I don't want New York State coming to my door and saying, hey, Mayor, did you get your car inspected? You know, it's the same with um, uh, oil changes. You know, God forbid we, we don't schedule an oil change and then something happens in our cars. You know, we're very good about that stuff, aren't we? We make sure we get our inspection done every year. We make sure we get our oil changed. But when it comes to our discipleship, do we schedule things in? I mean, this is what the scriptures are talking about today, about wisdom. Do we have spiritual wisdom to know what we're supposed to be doing to keep this vehicle running and keep it running well or do we put it off? Do we do the maintenance we're supposed to do and the upkeep and the building up of ourselves spiritually or do we just let it go? Because wise people make sure they're on top of things. So if we can do it with inspections and oil changes and everything else, why don't we do it? when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. You know, I hear in confession, um, and it's not a sin, but people say, you know, I, I haven't been doing my prayers. Now, uh, if you're not in vows or you're not ordained, you don't have to pray in a particular way at a particular time every day. It's really totally up to you. You can pray the rosary, you can just spend time sitting in the presence of the Lord. But usually what people continue to say is, yeah, I leave it to the end of the day and then I'm too tired and I fall asleep. Has that ever happened to any of you? You know, if we scheduled it and at a time when we're awake and it was as important to us as keeping our car going well, you know, we'd be in much better shape. And again, that's part of wisdom. That's part of taking advantage of the gift of wisdom, which comes from God, to know what's important and to do it, to schedule it in. Because if we don't, it's it's something kind of, uh, you know, we leave off. Um, You know, I'll get to it. I'll get to it when I get to it. Well, we never get to it. You know, we're human beings and... The world says, you know, if New York State says you better do something, we hop, skip, and jump. Or if the IRS said it. But when God says, how about giving me a little bit of your time? It's kind of like, oh, I'll see. I'll see. But it's about wisdom, about knowing what's really important and doing it. And of course, Paul brings up the whole issue of death. We don't know when we're going to die. Now, I may be wrong, but I don't think anybody here knows when or even how they're going to die. But are we ready? And Paul says, don't worry about it. We have hope, which is all about what Jesus has done for us, so that when it comes for us, we should say, okay, yep, that's appropriate. I'm ready. Because we have been doing the maintenance and the work on ourselves so that we will be ready. We don't know the time and the day, so we can't schedule that in but we can schedule everything else in up to that point. But again, Paul's saying the good news is we know that we belong to the Lord. We don't need to be afraid. We've got hope, hope. Now, how many people in the world have hope? I mean, it's in short supply out there, but if we've been given hope, then we need to take it out into the world so other people won't be afraid. That they will know this is all part of God's plan we don't have to worry we just have to go along with it so we have five wise virgins that were doing that they were ready they didn't take it for granted they didn't say well we'll just bring enough for whatever let's make sure we have enough and have an extra flask of oil and so they did and the other virgins for whatever reason they were foolish they didn't have enough oil to greet the groom and so wise versus foolish. What category do we fall into? And again, I'm not talking about oil changes or inspections, but in terms of our faith, are we wise? Do we ask for help? Do we get together with other people so that we can get into a good and holy habit and discipline of prayer and growing in our faith? Or are we foolish where we say, "Eh, you know, God's you know, I'm a nice person, and God loves me, and I don't have to prepare. Well, Paul says very clearly, you do have to prepare, and if you are prepared, you'll be ready, just as Paul was ready. He was ready. He was ready. to Lord, whenever you want to take me, I'm ready, because he had this relationship with God that was number one in his life. So he was ready. So those, those wise virgins were ready. The foolish virgins, they didn't get an oil change, you know? And so they didn't have the oil. They didn't have what they needed to be ready. And what's interesting about that story, as some commentators have uh, brought up, where's the bride? Where's the bride in this story? It doesn't mention the bride, it only mentions the groom. Well, in those days, the groom would go to the bride's house and bring her back to his house. So that's what's supposed to be happening. But there is no bride brought back, and the reason is, we're the bride. We're the bride. He's coming to us. Those wise virgins are his brides. We are his brides. So it's all about God coming to us, and when he comes, are we prepared? Are we prepared to greet him? What have we been doing even to look forward to it? When we get afraid or nervous, do we say, I don't need to be afraid or nervous? Do we talk it over with other people? You know, sometimes when you ask people about, do you have your funeral plans? Oh, I don't want to think about it. Well, it's coming. It's coming. You know, every priest, we have to have all that planned. We have a picture. I'm sure that's uh, true of Sister Sheila and others. You know, when you do that, you realize, yeah, it's going to happen and it's okay we're not going to escape life alive. It doesn't happen that way. But again, it's about trusting in God, being wise, stewards of God's gifts, taking the wisdom God gives us so that we can be ready when God comes for us. So what do we do? Well, last week I mentioned it, uh, one way, just one way in which we can prepare, specifically for Mass, because if we come to Mass every week, we are fulfilling our obligation, and I don't mean it in the sense of running, uh, jumping through a hoop, Uh, It's an obligation because we need to be here, not for God's sake. He does not need us to worship him. He doesn't. But we need to be here so that we can come to know the Lord. Because this is perfect prayer. The perfect prayer of the church is the Eucharist. So if if we've got that on our schedule... And we need to schedule it in if that's on our schedule we've got the most important foundation there and before you come to church or when you first come into the church take out the book and just go through the readings quickly it's one way of being more attentive to what god is saying to us through the scripture readings so right there and then at home you can read the bible pick it up any time of the day just read a passage or two and ask yourself Hmm, i wonder what that's all about lord what do you want me to know from this this passage what what's going on that helps me know who i am and what i'm called to do and then personal prayer today take time to Just sit with the Lord. Five minutes of good time where you say to the Lord, Lord, I'm going to sit in your presence and that's it. And just be there. You never know what will happen, but we know that the Lord will give us rest. He says, come to me if you're heavy burdened and I'll give you rest. Well, this is one of the ways we can do it. And then if there's a particular way you like to pray, well, keep it up. Uh, You can go on a walk. And simply, as you go on a walk, remember the Lord, talk to the Lord. So really, prayer should be second nature to us. And the more we practice it, which is nothing more than working on our relationship with God, uh, we're going to become more and more knowledgeable of how this groom of ours is wooing us because he wants to engage with us for all eternity. So that's, that's true of every single one of us. We are called to continue our relationship, to grow in it. Now, you would think it would be foolish if you said to friends, I'm never going to get together with you. No, we get together with friends because we need it. They need it. We share with one another. We grow with one another. It's the same with our relationship with God. So here we again go back to those five wise virgins. They're going into that room for a wonderful wedding banquet. And you can be sure there's going to be choice food and choice wines. And that's what God wants for all of us. But if we don't prepare, if we don't get our oil checked, if we don't get inspected, if we don't allow God to sort of accuse us of things that we need to do, we're not going to move at it. Now, you can be sure New York State and the IRS are going to keep in touch with us. Well, God also is always in touch with us, but because we're so busy doing our own thing, we don't take time to sit down and to listen and then to follow through on that greatest of relationships that we have. It's with God. So when God comes for us, will we say, geez, I don't want to go, I'm afraid, whatever, or because we've been sort of practicing giving our lives over to God, it will come, okay, this is the next step, my death, and Lord, I have hope in you. And I, have, I know you, I love you, and I wanna be with you. So really, it does come down to us, ultimately, on how we are going to live our lives. So we're gonna live them as foolish people, who kind of, you know, say, I'll put it off, I don't know uh, what's gonna happen, but I'm gonna, you know, uh, you know, play the dice, and it doesn't matter when in which case we are really foolish or we're going to be wise and to take stock of who we are what we're doing what we're not doing what do we need to change in our lives with God's help and with one another with one another I, you know I don't know that we even know how we pray one another's uh, prayer uh, time what that's like it'd be interesting to know someone may say something to us well you know I do this as prayer I have a cup of coffee with the Lord I read a little bit of the Bible Oh, what a great way to do it. I can do that too. But prayer is not something that has to be burdensome. It's a relationship. It's about a relationship with Christ. So, wise or foolish? What's our choice? We can be wise, do what we need to do to be spiritually healthy, physically healthy, to help other people to be healthy spiritually, or we can be foolish In which case, there are going to be some surprises which will not be happy ones. Uh, Not to put the fear of God in you, but we're supposed to be people of hope. And if you look at the world today, where is hope? Where is hope? We've got it. We've got it right here. So the more we live it, the more we say, Lord, you are my hope. You are love. You are the fulfillment of my life. The more I'm going to schedule in basic stuff that I need to do, want to do, so that I can know the Lord better and better, and really get ready for the eternal wedding banquet that the groom has in store for all of us who are his bride. So again, as you go forth today, think about your own life. What, what do you need to change? What do you need to schedule in? What kind of discipline or practice do you need to put into place so that you and I can be more faithful? and become more uh, filled with the the wisdom of God and hope and then not just keep it to ourselves but to share it with the world so again the question is are we going to be wise or are we going to be foolish